Welcome back to the Aqua Thinking Podcast. I'm Nas, aka Stacks. What up? I'm Vince. And we are the Aqua Thinkers. What energy! Yes, great energy all day, every day. <laughs> uh, say nah. Uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, some may know him as a very toxic person. Some may know him as a great inspirational person, a speaker of such sorts. Man, I got my brother in the motherfucking house today. Raquel motherfucking Sands. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up. Tell the people what you is and what you ain't. Shout it. I appreciate the intro. I don't know about the toxic part, but <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the other compliments. But it's it's a pleasure to be here with you boys in the studio today. Okay. Let's get to it. Thank All right. Great, great. How you been, man? How's how's things? Time yeah, I'm 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 dead ass like thinking about like crying every time my alarm goes off mm. for work like i'm like working in the kitchen is probably like top five worst things you can do because listen i'm gonna tell you why because we both working me and you yeah we i'm work about to say if you're not a kitchen person then, nah. then if you ain't a cooking person nah. i feel well i work with a fucking fake ass uh gordon ramsay mm. right now so i feel like i'm on top chef every fucking day oh like i, I fucking gotta present like yes these are scalloped uh yams and all type of shit like this so he be screaming and calling yeah, on your he name be called like literally scalloped like scalloped yams scalloped yams that's different how do you make that this is just thin sliced candy yams right yeah, it's thin slice. Wouldn't that still just be yams? Yeah, but Are it's scallops. Are you scallop. asking us how to make it? No, I'm just saying, like, that's what it... I'm... What? Am I if saying something thin, wrong? I just feel like... Because I, I, I just made yams for the first time the other day. But you never did them scalloped? I... Listen. I thinly sliced them into little circles and just laid them out into the pan. Right. So that would be scalloped candy yams. We just putting names on shit. I'm, if it's scalloped potatoes, it's scalloped. It's scalloped. It's, or or oh. it's just candy yams. Okay. Or it's scalloped candy yams. Listen, <laughs> that's, that's like banana pudding. Banana pudding, you can make. Well, I can't say you can make it any kind of way, but you can put layer it any kind of way, no, and layering can't. it a certain way doesn't change it from being banana pudding. But I'm all right. So what makes it different from being scalloped potatoes then? Banana pudding? No, scallop. What? What from any scallop, type of fucking so potatoes? The difference between scalloped potatoes and other potatoes is every the other ingredients that come in with it. It's not how it's cut. It's scalloped potatoes There's heavy whipped cream There's butter There's fucking garlic Right and you other can do shit. that same shit You can do that same exact shit And then you're thinly With slicing the, the potatoes at the same time So you can't do the same shit Because yes, you can. listen With candy yams There's the sugar The honey The fucking brown sugar And whatever else Nutmeg All that And and then the yams That's so it So you can't put heavy whipping cream On to, to the fucking thing The yams? Yes I don't know. I don't know how that's going to come out. That might come out really good. Did we come here to talk about cooking? We didn't. Y'all yeah. might have come up with some <laughs> shit that's not <laughs> But that's nice, right? That, that I was thinking, because I'm like, that might not. Because I threw marshmallows on top of mine. Okay. That's, that's Wait, white people shit. the candy yard? Yeah. That's white people yeah, shit. They fucked that shit up. Them little them black kids. kids them little white, but it's no, more white kids no, that probably no. suggested. I'm not trying to hear that. I, black people do that shit. Okay. That They fucked that shit up. Okay. Yeah, if you if you if you will, I ain't got no. I feel, I feel like a diabetic after listening to uh, mm. putting marshmallows and sugar and all because that shit inside. Some I don't yams. even eat yams. The shit the shit look like nothing but fucking sugar and 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 yams or whatever. Of course, that's what it is. But yeah, 
It's horrible, but it's people terrible. be fucking that shit up. It's ter- It's a bag of fucking brown sugar, a bag yeah. of fucking regular sugar, had like three, four sticks of butter, some syrup, some syrup, some nutmeg, some nutmeg, cinnamon, cinnamon, yep, and and vanilla abstract. That shit. No, abstract. If, if you eat yams for real, like if you say I really love yams, like if you at Thanksgiving, like yams is some we heavy shit on your plate. House. You need to check your kidneys, but you, they might not be all right. My thing is, uh, you know, you're from the Bahamas. You know, you didn't really. Did you say that in your he intro? Didn't. You didn't say that from. I the, didn't. So yeah, let the people know where you from, man. So if you had an accent, don't be alarmed. I'm from the land of sun, sand, and sea. Beautiful Nassau, Bahamas. Ooh, I don't got my butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, y'all don't like really sweet candy yams, right? No, people actually love. Like sweet yams, we just don't call them candy yams. Like, so th- mm. that's the first time I heard that term when I came here and I th- Thanksgiving with Americans like mm-hmm. candy yams. Like you put candy in the yams, that's what I was thinking. Because most of the, your foods, you kind of, it's in the definition of what it is. So mm-hmm. I was thinking candy was in the yams. No. But we do eat yams. It's just not as sweet. I, but I'm not a big fan of yams anyway, so yeah. don't give me that shit. It's Sing. I don't I don't like the texture of yams too. I don't like cooked uh, fruit, and that's just that's some not shit. A I, fucking cooked yam fruit. is considered a fruit. So then you don't like. Tomatoes. I would have agreed with you, but I See? like pineapple on pizza, so I can't say I don't like cooked. Nigga, fruits. did you? We don't need to kick you off the show this early in the game. You talking about some pineapple on pizza. That's trifling. That shit is good. That shit is trifling. I've been getting hip to newer shit, though. Like, Ew. Someone just got me hip to heavy whipping cream and, and iced tea. Like milk and iced tea. Oh, I never, I never, I never. I'm like, yeah. bro, you trifling. That's, so. that's She's some like, fat shit, though. Yeah, it is some. Good but shit. it tastes good <laughs> as fuck. Shit. It give it a nice little. It's like, okay, I might have to fuck with this. Uh. To transition a little bit, uh, different. You know how we had a little great banter and shit like that, but it's it's for me. I'm I'm getting worried about for the state of the podcast game mm. for me. Um, only reason because I keep seeing the same shit being ran down to the fucking ground. What does she bring to the table? What does he bring to the table? What is more valuable, your mom, God, or your children? Or um, what is what else? Uh, if I make fifty k mm-hmm. a year, what should my wife do? Or what, uh, uh, I can a man should demand a sandwich at three in the fucking morning, like <laughs> or she should make it and shit like that. And yeah. Bow. She got a bow too. She got a bow. She got a bow. Don't don't forget that bow. <laughs> like, like coming to America, you don't one leg and hop. You no. know. Oof. Oof. That shit's sick. I never watched Coming to America, but wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> take my card. Take yes. my black card. That's that's one of those. it over. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I think the state of podcasts is like that right now because there's an influx of people. Like mm-hmm. everybody is running and trying to grab a mic, and I'm not knocking that, but I do think like. You know, this is you. You have a platform here, and when you have a platform, you need to be, you know, giving out correct information. And you, your platform, I, it don't always got to be positive shit, but I do feel like it don't need to be nothing negative. And it, it is like come with some originality, but yeah. it's like that with everything. Like, uh, I definitely I seen a podcast where they got into an argument and two men spit on each other. Whoa. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah, two men spit on each other. They got into a heat of a fucking argument, spit on each other. Then I seen another podcast, a woman. She gets like 
a homie sent it to me. She gets like riled up so much. She stands up and like yelling at this man, like in his face. And I'm like, is this Royal Rumble? Is podcasting turning into like Jerry Springer or Maury or some shit like that? Like, and I understand like everybody has, everybody wants to start a podcast just like everybody wants to rap. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what? Like, um, a homie told me, he was like, um, we need it's it's more of aesthetic look oh y'all we need a bad bitch on here mm -hmm. now we need to look this needs to be a luxury look oh excuse me i just spat <laughs> so, no one would have known that shit in your mind um <laughs> no like it was like luxury podcast or uh you got to have a certain look now to be a podcaster like what 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 are we striving to because it's now i've i've seen so many dope people do podcasts that don't they're everyday fucking people mm -hmm. they have everyday fucking problems so why are we being cheap and subscribing to the same shit i don't believe everybody should have a platform and the people we give platforms it's like it's sick it's evil to what we like think is entertainment or enjoyment and i don't even blame it i don't even think it's adults subscribing to it so i really think it's kids that grow up and and then they be like oh this is this is what like mm. podcasting is shaping like how television shaped our mind to what we believe and think well, you got this is what podcasting to younger art like a 12 to 17 year old who's really getting into mm -hmm. like like those type of podcasts those are what they're willing to think and they are shaping the minds of the youth today uh, well i think that there is a responsibility that is associated with your opinion mm -hmm. is I'm, I'm i'm with your platform so if you are a person who is in a position to influence others, mm -hmm. you are responsible for the information that you are disseminating. And I, I feel like ba way back when in media in general, there was a proper etiquette associated with what was acceptable in media and what wasn't. Now, I, I do believe that a lot of black like entertainment companies and black media was censored and it was kind of like watered down but i do think that there is a responsibility that you have with your platform to make sure that hey i'm disseminating the right information mm -hmm. or that the influence that i have is bringing about like the right type of change because think about it just just back in last year when they had the big riot at the capitol mm -hmm. like that was a lot of people who was pushing that kind of trump agenda and all that kind of crazy ass like antics and shit like hey he stole the election oh this is gonna happen he's taking away your guns and all that dumb shit and people hopped on that bandwagon and you had a riot and people died you feel me so it's a lot of people in media who was responsible for that uproar so as people in media i just think that you have to be careful what you putting out there I agree. Yeah, I feel like also to not even to add on to that, but it's it's some dope podcasts. Like I've been seeing like uh Lear and Lionel, like these two niggas, these some big niggas. But like they make they make themselves like What do that mean? Look, can you let me I'm fucking sorry. finish, man? <laughs> <laughs> they make I'm Body saying positivity, like, man. They're they're big niggas. Like they make it they're big and sexy. Like not saying it like that. <laughs> not saying it like that, but like they make themselves like I'm I'm a male, I'm confident, and I talk about sex and I talk about what I like and I'm attractive in my own right. But since that podcast has a look, oh, you, we have to be chisel chest. We have to be in the fucking gym. Do they're you find changing. them attractive? No, I don't find them attractive. <laughs> but I'm saying that in their lane, they're trying to make, oh, you can be big and attractive and still talk about sex and having these many partners. That's a good podcast for that. It's another one that says black people love 
you know it black people love Paramore. oh black people love Paramore. yeah and she talks about different like why black people like tony hogg why black people love self-love and shit like that these are things that don't they don't have that platform just yet but just because this wave of fucking bullshit that people are fucking subscribing to that they will never like uh fucking uh don't call me white girl i used to when she was on million dollars worth of game i always listened in and tuned in number one she was witty she wasn't the most attractive woman but she's attractive to somebody she's just not that attractive to me not saying it like that she was witty she was insightful and she really gave some real game from the people's perspective and it, she didn't have to look the part she might have came out this motherfucker rugged and looked but i'm just tired of podcasting that it has to be a look now you gotta realize and a lot of people gotta also realize that podcasting used to not be visual like yeah. there, uh, like four or five years ago for the most part there wasn't no visuals for podcasts it mm -hmm. was just straight in the studio just like this uploading audio to to different places now i don't people are using video but it's like everybody you you can't dress shit up yeah you can't just dress it up and think because you dress it up it's gonna look better or, or i mean yeah it'll look better but the content won't be better just because you throw some some nice little shiny shit on it and that's the thing even with the influx of podcasters just because you pick up this mic don't mean you go keep it like a lot of people that was a pick, bar, that was a, bar. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people get into different shit and hop on the trend of something and don't get me wrong for because for some people this shit might be like for us this yeah. shit was it, it was very helpful for us it's like therapeutic and, and it's nice and it was something like we didn't realize we needed at the time but like let's say people who are just doing it just to get followers or just to get uh a following and shit they're, they don't keep up with it because this shit isn't easy you gotta it take time it take effort it take you gotta go in find out what the fuck the algorithm is you gotta like find out what time you should post everything you gotta go do cuts and we ain't even the niggas to do well he's he does editing Thanks. but and, and our uh videographer uh, do or, your words q yeah Quincy. he does a lot of our editing too as well so it's like that and those are hours that's hours of work and if you ain't qualified for it and if you ain't got the heart for it you're not gonna keep up with it we it's a lot of people who who have podcasts and after the third episode like yeah i'm throwing the towel in it's just people gotta come in the shit with good quality content not saying our shit is just the best at all because like now that we are on um apple podcast yeah. we've realized like we listen to our old audio we listen to some of our old conversation and it's not horrible but it's like we we've been able to grow through that like we what how many episodes in what's about well we in 30s something we on, yeah we in the 30s so yeah. it's like that took time that took a lot of time effort and everything and it, it's like it's a journey and you got to just stick with it a lot of niggas ain't gonna stick with it because it's the work yeah more importantly than that though i i think as I'm, I'm, I'm and i'm just gonna make this a broad spectrum people in media is the fact that every organization needs a vision and a mission mm -hmm. you feel me your vision is where you see yourself in three to five years yeah you might be starting at this level but what do i see my podcast what do i see my audience growing into mm -hmm. in this certain time frame that's your that's your vision and then more importantly than your your vision is your mission like what do i seek to accomplish by getting on here and talking about the topics that i'm talking about what impact am i making am i inspiring change mm -hmm. am i trying to mobilize a movement like 
what the fuck am I really here for doing or am I just here talking just to hear myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too many people got mics and they just talking to hear themselves, like you said. Too many people get into this and it's like, there's no real drive behind it. It's just like, I'm I'm here for it to be here. And I think that also has a lot to do with uh, the influx of celebrities and shit with it too. Because I feel like celebrities, um, and don't again, I'm not knocking nobody for every... You know, starting a podcast, a but whatever. some of y'all, it's like y'all niggas, you you already have so much already going on, and I do feel like, hop, I feel like niggas hop on here, take shit from other smaller people, use it on their platforms and shit, and get that attention and get that glow up, and it's like, nigga, you you just doing this because it's hot right now. Exactly. You not doing it because it's like something like you you really, there's nothing behind it besides money for you. And again, I don't knock a nigga who in, the, who in it just for a bag, but it's like y'all are taking away or you taking up space in, in a space that was already really limited, I feel like. It, this, isn't a, this isn't for celebrities to just come through and be like, yeah, we got a podcast now, tune in. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. celebrities like I always I always say this: it's a lot of money in the world, but the t- opportunities are slim. Mm-hmm. And with the celebrities being in this space, they have man, ample amount of fucking opportunities. And like the podcast that I named, and even for us, and for other podcasts that's underneath us, or whatever the case may be, give us the opportunity. I said out his mouth, he said I stopped podcasting because it wasn't enough money in it for me. And if you, he said I was getting about 10,000, 30,000. Now, for a smaller podcast, let's say for us, we're a smaller podcast. Mm-hmm. 10,000 for us, that's great. That's phenomenal. That's life changing. Yes, that's that's a whole different, that's a whole, I'm looking at shit a little different now. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Celebrities is just doing this because it's they have the platform and then their researcher are fucking interns that look at these sort of podcasts that they're dedicated to. Give them to the big, the higher ups and say, hey, this and this and that and don't have a guaranteed job at the end of the fucking day. Mm-hmm. Every Thursday at 6 p.m. So make sure you follow us for updates on Instagram and TikTok. All right. See ya. Enjoy your awkward session. So look, uh, almost a year ago, me and I had a conversation in our kitchen. And he was like, you you know, you got to get yourself out there. And I'm like, I'm not in the position or I'm not where I want to be at in life right now, where I want to take on a relationship. Like I'm not doing well financially. I'm not doing well spiritually, mentally, none of that. And it was like, he was like, well, shit, nigga, being like, you broke, yeah, right now, but that don't mean you can't date and you can't be happy. And I feel like if you if you broke, you don't have business dating. Like, if you, if you fucked up, you don't have no business dating. Get your shit together first, and then you go out and you date. Because I feel like that's a, it's irresponsible. You taking on a whole nother responsibility. And then, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying poor people don't need love. But I'm saying... <laughs> I'm, I'm for real. I'm saying like, don't, don't like me. The situation that I was in, I wasn't even like financially straight. Like my, my money, I wasn't taking care of my money the way I should have been taking care of my money. And so like with that, I was being irresponsible with a lot of shit. And if I can't handle myself, if I can't handle all the shit that I'm doing, why put that on another person? Why bring another person into that situation? I felt like what you, what you got. So I agree with that. I agree with him. To a certain extent. Nah, I'm uh, going to oh, go okay. further. Okay. I'll take right, that. Go ahead. I agree with Please. you. What are you saying? Please. Like, if you in a fucked up place, like, 
you have to get you together because you inviting someone else in your space when you're dating. Okay. So for me, dating when you date someone seriously and 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 you're actively dating them, you're preparing them for the next phase in y'all experience. So whatever that next phase is, if if you're dating for marriage, if you're dating for long-term commitment, whatever your dating purpose is, you're preparing that person for that life that y'all gonna be moving into. And if you are in a fucked up place, you're saying to them, I am preparing you to have a fucked up experience with me long term. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Or some women want to be for the ride, man. For the <laughs> ride, you broke right now. Listen, I know when I'm, I was broke, and I'm not saying I'm not broke right now. I'm not broke, broke. It's a difference it's, between being broke and being fucked up. Right. But you high quality broke, you broke A. But yes, I'm broke A. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, like, I feel like when I was broke, I was providing probably like the best dick in my life. Oof. Yeah. But I don't got shit to do. All I got to do is play the game, talk shit to my friends, and then bust some cheeks. Come on. You when you broke, you giving the best sex experiences in your life. You was just borrowing pussy you, and you you guys, back on your feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. Go, you, you you telling me you can't fuck like that with a job? No. <laughs> you nigga, too tired. Me fucking now, I'm tired as fuck. But <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I was scheduling all my little moves on when you was on your weekend, yeah. on your off days. Because I got in it. And then what's crazy is, is like, I did... Like I, I fucked one time right after getting off of work, and, and it was, was like it was it, it, it wasn't was there. I'm not I'm not even ready for this. Like exactly, yeah. So, but that's why it's like I don't know, nigga. You gotta just wait till the weekend. Wait till the, let me recharge. I work weekends, so mm. I don't Oof. got no recharge. I fuck on the weekday on the work day. Oof. Yeah, it's 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 treacherous out in these yeah. streets, man. Yeah, but if on on some real stuff though, there is expectations. That are associated with dating, okay, and those expectation comes with financial responsibilities. Yeah, like if you if you saying I'm actively dating this girl right now, like you saying that I'm committing to flowers, I'm committing to small gifts here and there. You're committing to dates. I mean, I'm not saying that all these things have to be like super yeah. grandiose. It's it's just the gesture that says. Listen, I'm thinking about you. Like, I have this affection toward you, and this is how I'm expressing mm-hmm. it in this way. So if you're not ready to fucking commit to actively doing that, if you're not consistent with that, so say you have it this month, and you're doing it over this month, she getting used to that type of treatment. Like, yeah, this nigga drop me flowers. Right. Come to my work and drop me lunch, and we go on dates on the weekend. She already had four dates back-to-back this month. Nah. And then next month. Yeah, your pockets ain't got it. Mm-hmm. She exp- she she's expecting then, that same type of treatment next no, month. No, she's not. Then we're she doing. Is. We're, hey, you want to go for a walk? You want? We're do, not saying you I'm can't this. switch it up, but it's like you can't be. I I just feel like to be broke is to you you have mental battles going on, especially as a man, as a black man. That's true. If I'm broke, I shit is not right. Nothing is right, and I'm not saying like. I, if my bills and shit is paid, food in the fridge, yeah, I can be broke and I can be comfortable. But if I'm broke and I'm trying to scrunch up money for rent or a bill or shit, I'm not comfortable at all. I'm going through it mentally and everything because it, it's like you feel inadequate as a man. Like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And, and this only applies to, I feel like, 
people in our situations. Like if you young, you in high school or you in college, yeah, you you can afford to be broke and still date because you're not in a situation where you have to be financially independent for real, for real. Well, some college students do got to be financially independent, but it's not forced upon you. Whereas like now niggas are out of school. We got our own jobs. We got our own house and shit. You can't afford to not afford shit. Like right. you got to be able to afford shit in order to be happy in life right now, mm-hmm. and and it's sad, but that's just how shit is. It's the harsh reality. It is. I don't know. I feel like you can date while broke. You just gotta be real creative. I really think you just gotta be creative. Let's do a sip and paint. Let's. I'm gonna get like three. You low, gotta buy the fucking low, paint low, on the cabinets and the brush. But and you the, can make your paint. TikTok is a very. <laughs> you, you go outside to make paint out of mud and you can clay. Make, and yes, and like let's sculpt out of the earth. Like let's make mud pies nah, like kids. I know your <laughs> ass is not going outside the being to pick broke up some mud thing, to make some though, paint. Being broke isn't just about the affordability of shit. That's why I said it's a mental thing too. Cause mm-hmm. like, and if you mentally not there, you shouldn't be dating. If a girl's willing to be with you while you're being broke. Have enough respect for her to leave her alone. No. I feel like no. have enough respect no. to leave her alone. No. Have enough I'm respect. not agreeing with that. I'm agreeing with that. If, she's with, if you're telling her to like, I, I'm not in the best position and she still wants to fuck with you, you have no choice to say no. Oh, yes, you yes, do. No, you don't. You, listen, you do right by other people. That I feel like that's a selfish move. It's that's like, not. If she wants to put her life on the line like that, that's not do your. Do you hear what you're saying? I'm not. Yes, I'm hearing what I'm saying. The life on the line for yes. dating? Yes. Bro, I, I feel like, so... For every human being, bro, for every human being, there's two P's. It's to be provided for and protected. Now, for men and women, the importance of certain things is more prevalent. So I feel like for a woman, being provided for more on the financial side, she you need to protect her heart, her emotions. You, you need to make sure she feels safe and secure around you. You feel me? That's what you provide and you protect it, it uh, uh, as a man toward a woman. Mm. For a man, you need to be able to provide for yourself firstly because you feel inadequate as a man when you're not able to do those things. That's a, I feel like that's a fundamental thing as a yeah. man when you can't provide for yourself. You don't. You feel less than, bro. And I don't know how many of y'all been broke before, but I've been broke before. <laughs> and it's not a good feeling, bro. So let me let me ask y'all this because y'all acting like y'all just leaving bitches alone. And, and, <laughs> and, and so so when y'all was fucking broke, y'all wasn't having y'all wasn't entertaining. Not a near fucking not soul. a relationship. Not a relationship. Not, not, no, not but, listen, listen, no, 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 no. Wait, no, wait. Time out. Time out. I'm becoming the one. Of them podcasts, okay, about, you go know, ahead. it's <laughs> go on because nigga, you literally said if I said if a girl wants to fuck around, fuck around with you, be with you, or whatever the case may be, you said you are you have the choice to leave that girl alone. When I just asked y'all if y'all was fucking around while y'all was broke. And y'all said, yeah, well, you know, this shit fucking, is, is no, cool. you said fucking. I, I, I'm glad you being intentional with your words though. You said fucking around. Like, we fucking? Yeah. You fucking fucking yeah. around is different. But you said you dating this girl? Oh, yeah. you. Oh. And, and I also. I'm trying to. Because I don't want to say this shit and then it'd be bad. But it's like, I'm not. To me, I'm not fucking someone who, who I feel like is a potential, like, 
this is us as a relationship because mm-hmm. I don't want us to get to that point if I'm not in that state of mind at that time. Like that's the whole thing. Just because we we can fuck around, me fucking around, we, us fucking around. There's no commitment there. There's no expectation for hey this and that or whatever. As a shit, as a man, I still got needs, and as a woman, she still got needs. So those needs can still be met without us having to be together. Like motherfucker, we adults. People fuck. Mm. So bringing around town, what's y'all, what's y'all final thoughts on this, man? If you broke, stay your ass out the dating pool. Stay out of it. Be creative. No. <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking creative, nigga. You could make some uh, macaroni projects or whatever, noodle, <laughs> crumble the noodles up and make little sculptures. You could do a lot of creative. She gonna be like, yeah. oh, he's romantic, he's creative. It's so much shit you, you can do, You wanna be bro. creative, nigga? Create a job. <laughs> create an income. Create Nobody, again, we're not saying you don't deserve wealth because you're broke, but if you, if you know I'm fucked up mentally because I'm broke, I'm fucked up financially because I'm broke. I don't feel as I don't even feel complete as a man because I don't have the funds that I feel like I need. Then leave people and not just even as a man, as a woman, too. If you fucked up and you know you don't got shit, don't don't get yourself get yourself together. That's what that's the only advice for everybody. Get yourself into a situation where you can bring somebody else in and feel comfortable because I'm not going to feel comfortable coming around somebody who broke. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Like. I'm, that's not gonna be my thing Like And again It's different levels To being broke It's not like niggas Is saying you need A certain amount In your checking account But you do need To be able to feel Secure in yourself And that's with anything If you got insecurities You shouldn't be dating mm-hmm. If you got this uh, A disease shit You shouldn't be dating If you <laughs> If you got certain shit That's holding you back And you know You won't be able to <laughs> That's some real Be stuff there right for it. It's real shit But it's just the way He's saying I'm it And too The the number one so again I go back to my first point like you you date with a purpose what you dating for if you a person saying I'm dating for long term commitment I'm dating for marriage and stuff like that to be with this person for the like the number one reason for divorce is finances Mm. so you already started your relationship off Mm -hmm. wrong but she got with me when I was broke Bro, and now she my, needs you because y'all. Broke. My point is, you set a precedent for the rest of your relationship. You a broke ass nigga now, and you not trying to fix your stuff before you commit to this woman. Mm. You gonna be a broke ass, committed ass, yeah. broke ass, broke ass nigga in that relationship. Because I also feel broke like ass. that leads it into where now she has to raise you and teach you how to be financially. Uh, Will I guess Like She gotta teach you Like nigga save money Do this and do all that And that That's not her job It's not nobody else's job To like Have to Get on your feet My nigga Can't raise the bed Yeah So this is the question Of the show Where Y'all gonna keep hating me For these fucking topics Cause I got them I got I got them today But we get a little awkward Right now Let's go get a little awkward man. Well this is a little bit awkward Halfway Okay, this is the portion where we have a little awkward thinking. Today's awkward thinking topic is is power in words, and specifically the word, the N word. Nigger? Yes. <laughs> Nigger! Um, so this is my opinion. This is my awkward opinion. Why 
do we have so much energy when it comes to the n-word when it's said to us in an offensive manner you want to know why yes because you said that shit knowing that shit was disrespectful so you said that shit intentionally to disrespect me so nigga that's what it is that's that's literally it it's the same way as using the word bitch we can call each other bitches all day but when i'm talking to a woman i won't refer to her as a bitch or oh, a bitch you tripping or nothing like that because why it's different it's disrespectful it's seen as disrespectful once you uh, you know cross that line don't it's just, even us calling each other niggas ourselves when i call if i call you a nigga i'm like oh come on nigga this and that you're not going to think nothing of it but if i'm aggressive and i'm oh nigga shut the fuck up you're gonna feel some type of way because of the energy. You're you're trying to disrespect me. But so I'm like, but I'm saying like even with that saying oh like what you just said that tone of voice of saying oh nigga this and that tone. So why you're only gonna get offended because you're gonna be like oh you a bitch ass. You're not nah. offended. I'm telling you you're not gonna be offended from a nigga calling you nigga aggressively versus he's calling you a bitch ass nigga. I'm never gonna be offended nah. by another black man yes. calling me a nigga, but. If you how you talk to me and how you say that word does matter. It's not and I'm again, I'm not gonna get offended by a black man calling me a nigga or a black woman, but the way you say it is gonna change our the atmosphere of our conversation. We had an altercation like a like a year or a year and a half ago when we went paintballing and when we was about to leave, it the gal oh, yeah. I, I shot her up. And she was like, she got mad. She didn't want to come out the game. And then she called us bitches. Yeah. And it created a whole scene. You feel me? Right. Because I, because the word the word bitches is just yeah. It's it, when a man that's 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 okay, breaking them down. But I'm saying with the word nigga, it's still like all right. We know that it comes from slavery, right? And from the from the from Jim the origin Earth, from shit. yeah from the origin of being what it's called is. Yeah. Shit, I'm moving my thought already. Um, so what I'm saying, like, if that word has such power or whatever over us, I feel like that is still a white person's way to still put us in that viewpoint. No, so by calling I, us I, niggas because we get so offended when a white person you call a white person a cracker, they will not in a sense get offended. You, you, you know, know why? why? Because they have po it's power in that word because cracker means the one who cracks the fucking whip. So why do we get so fucking offended when it comes to oh you a nigga? All right, what the fuck? What is, you're a racist. So no, you're saying point. a person's a racist is more powerful. No, the fuck than, it's not. No, yes, I, it is. I, I get people, your point. You, I get, you your, I get your point. And and you know that there's some validity to your point, but I have to disagree because word have words have connotations. Okay. Meaning how they are used gives it. It's meaning like how you, you the context is what gives it its true meaning. So if I if 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 I saw Vince and he was suited and booted, he had on a tie, he had on a nice tux, and I say, bro, that's a bad suit. Really and truly, the the word bad is negative. Mm -hmm. But I said he have on a bad suit. That I really was giving him a compliment. So it's the same thing with the word nigga. Like when we use it. The word is so versatile to us. We could use it in any way. It could. It's a noun. It, it could. It's a verb. It's an mm -hmm. adjective. We have, we have taken that word and taken the power from them, and we've restored it to ourselves. You feel me? Because we've been, 
we've we've been able to be so creative with the word. So in the connotation, in the context in which it's used, that's where it's either strengthened or or weakened. But I do get your point. Yeah, why do we get so up upraled about it? It's because of the context. But what you just said. We've changed it. Why not? If this is a word that's so offensive to us that we are trying to move past and progress for, why do we try to make it a term of endearment? Because me calling you a nigga is is nothing to be endeared about. Again, that's the same thing as women calling each other bitches. But it's this still not. It's, I it's love still, her to the death. But if black that. people have such a problem with the word a nigga, it shouldn't. I don't, we have, don't a have a problem with yeah. the word nigga. We have a problem with white people using weaponizing it against us. It's because, a difference because it's well. Number one, it's because of movies. I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, because I'm, of movies. Yes, it is it's because, because of movies. Because if listen, nigga, listen, do you I, go ahead? Listen, please. Because I, I don't don't say it's because of movies. Because I don't give a fuck about a movie. It's because. We didn't sat here. My grandparents were calling niggas. My mother was calling nigger. My father was calling nigger. That goes down. That's a generational thing. That's not no just a, okay, I saw this in a movie and I don't like that. You you don't let people disrespect you and call you no fucking nigger. And, and again, you, you calling me a nigger, you're intentionally trying to be disrespectful. You're literally, you're going out of your way because you can call me a bitch, a motherfucker. You can call me anything else. But once you call me a nigger, you, you, you as a white person, you make that a racist thing. Me and you can, me and a white person can be in the most heated argument or about to fight and we can be a bunch of motherfuckers, a bunch of bitches and hoes. But the moment you call me a nigger, you didn't took that to a whole different place. That's no longer about what we were into it about or about the context. Now you've made it about me being black. And you've said out your by calling me a nigger out your own mouth. You are telling me I'm trying to disrespect you. I am intentionally trying to to go that far with you. And one more point to that: there has been debate in this last decade or two about the true origin of the word nigger. Mm-hmm. So some black scholars say that the word nigger actually the original spelling was n i g one g e r. And it was a term given to scholars. Mm -hmm. So you reach a certain level in your scholastic endeavors and they deem you, it was a title. So black scholars have now gave us a new thought process behind the word nigga. So if the true origin of this word really meaning that you are a scholar, this this was something that made you renowned, you feel me? Then that means that then just like most things, white people took something that was authentically us, was authentically ours, changed it, used it against us. And now we now are taking that word back. So are you getting offended from a white person saying nigga if they're reciting lyrics from a song? Yes, don't fucking say it. It's not, how it's, can you how can you stop that when festivals number one listen, the majority the majority of population is white, right? Well, the majority of what population? Not ours. In not United in America. States. That's not true. That is not true. In we got too many fucking Latinos running right around. Right now, and they, they will be the majority in the next four to three years. Why yes. do you think they just did that Roe versus Wade shit? Because I, I, their population is not as high as everybody else's. That's I, some shit they tell y'all. But no, that their population is not as high, especially compared to everybody else. White people are becoming the minority. Right. It is not the same. That is a real statistic. By okay. 2040, there'll yeah. be a minority. Right. And I understand that. 
and I and I understand that. I've I've done my history and my research and you know, you know um, nigger solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I would say to that is, you can't stop these white people from saying that in a festival. It's been multiple. It's been and multiple times, and it's and it's and it's and it's okay for rappers. Rappers do it all the time. They put it in context. You listen to narrations where the white announcer is probably saying "nigga" in the audio book. Am I right no, or am I, I wrong? Because I'm not listening to no fucking audio book that even has anything to do with a, a white man saying "nigger." But like, if if anything, if it pops up, would, it's I'm not be acceptable. Because I'm not giving, I'm not saying it's okay for a white person mm-hmm. to say the word "nigger." But I'm also saying that these massive amount. We even get hype when a motherfucker, a white person, get little Dirk lyrics right. No, that we is, don't get hype. <laughs> Motherfuckers on social media get hype, but we don't get hype. That don't impress me. You know, that's I don't you. Need, it doesn't impress you, but right. for the grand majority of black you people, that's. So make sure you follow Lock or Thinking Page on Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube. Follow us, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you leave a bunch of comments in the comment section. Interact with us for all your little funny, awkward moments. Tune in. Uh, okay. You, it's not you, it, trying to control white people saying nigga. I'm not. It's the control what you can and don't try to control what you, what you can't. I'm not thinking about a white person at a festival hundreds of miles away. I'm not even there saying the word nigga. That's, that has nothing to do with me. But while you in my presence and while you are around me, you better not say the shit. Don't say it. Don't breathe it. Don't even fucking whisper it. Nothing. I don't want to. I don't care. Like, don't. There's no reason for you as a white person to even be like, I want to say nigga. What do you get out of it? Why do you feel like you you need to be able to say this? I don't care that it's in a rap song and a lyric, nothing. That has nothing to do with that. Skip over the word. It's well, offensive. What I want to know is, Nas, from your perspective, like, what do you think the response of black people should be when we hear a white person say the word nigga? And two... What do you think should be the response of white people when they get the urge to say the, the word nigga? I think since I grew up in a very diverse town of Philadelphia and I grew up in, four, in Catholic schools and, you know, and shit like that. Um, I've, I've, Hail Mary, mother of Jesus. Yeah. So I think with a lot of the things that I've witnessed, I wasn't even OK with a white person calling me a Negro. That was, Why that is was, someone calling you a Negro? I you feel was like born that's in 1998. Uh, I feel listen, like that's worse. I'm, but I'm saying I wasn't okay with that. But what I'm saying to your point, what you're saying is, I could, A, if I attack him in a malicious manner, he now controls me with that word. Am I right or am I wrong? I agree with that. You see what I'm saying? I don't fully so agree with that. Why, why don't you? Because just because I do something doesn't mean you control me. That, that, that's not what that is. You disrespecting me, and because you disrespecting me, I handled it how I saw, saw fit. But if you choose to put your hands on him, that's what you choose to do. Other people, they pull out their phone, he's saying some racist shit, take his job away from him. That's some, that, and that's the thing. Black Before people have. Before we had fucking phones. All we have is these hands. Exactly. Okay, so that's right. what we, we was giving we, out. No, but. we're talking about our response now, though. Right. Well, I'm not. I don't care about what happened when we did. But you actually. So so. I'm but saying, what saying be our response now? I because feel like our response. Like we now. should. We should not give a fuck. Like what? What the fuck are you? Are, what does giving a fuck even look like? Giving a fuck is retaliating in such malicious manners, bro. Like if we give them what we want, we know that they want us in these jail systems. We know we they want us to act like the animals that they claim that we are to be. 
So we start having this. You you punch a white motherfucker, you be like, damn, this motherfucker could take a fucking punch. This nigga is durable. But they don't give a fuck. They don't give a. F you can call a white person anything in the fucking world in the through the Bible on doubt, and they don't give a fuck. But once we call get, them an incest baby, see how upset <laughs> they get. They don't get upset from that. It, shit. No, my whole thing is white people. I feel like have some supreme sense of guilt when it comes down to things that they do to black people, and you call them out on it. So my whole thing is our response now should be switching the narrative. We've all white people have always identified or associated black people with violence. But in America and in the world in general, only violent. only white people have been barbarians. Yes. Pil pil what what the plumagers whatever the p word Pilgrim is rich. right yeah they were Vikings they were barbarian those were people who were uncivilized mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they were civilized they, by black people they were civilized cultures. by black people mm -hmm. so my whole point is we need to start changing that narrative and reminding them mm -hmm. of their nature our nature is never to be violent. Right. In all the years, in all the 368, 62 years of slavery, in all the through all the civil rights movements, through all the the uh, mass incarcerations in the 1970s and the 1980s, through the drug epidemic, all that stuff, our resolve has never been violent. It's always been mm -hmm. peaceful protest mm -hmm. and we shall uh, uh, overcome. overcome someday. That's always been our response. We need to start reminding them that their nature has always been to resort to violence. This country would not be an independent nation today had it not been for some white motherfuckers saying, we gonna get some gunpowder, mm -hmm. we gonna get some, some, some assault rifles, and we gonna shoot at each other and let the best man take the line. White people are inherently evil as fuck and I, I'm sorry to say that I don't have a, nothing against <laughs> all y'all because they are y'all are like y'all look at how y'all have done the world like he said nigga y'all came over here and y'all the Native Americans was here y'all mm -hmm. fucked them up the indigenous people were here y'all slaughtered them for no fucking reason then y'all slaughtered their animals just so they wouldn't have nothing to eat so they would starve out do you know how fucking nasty you gotta be to do shit like that, bro? You know how trifling you gotta be to scan a motherfucker Uncivilized alive? you have to be? Y'all scanning fucking people and then using them as furniture? You know how trifling you gotta fucking be? You're not even a human at that point. Mm -hmm. Nigga, you... So, I, when it comes to violence and black people, bitch, it's a trauma response. That's what I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. You calling me a nigga, it's a trauma response. Now I gotta beat your ass because you, you went out your way <laughs> to disrespect me. For real, because it's like... I, I don't like that kumbaya shit when it comes to black people. Mm -hmm. We get told to to do that shit too much. We didn't set up here and set out in peaceful ass protests and what they do. They come in, spray niggas, beat niggas, like all that shit happens. That that that's not y'all be like, okay, do this and do that, and the white people won't spit on you. That makes no fucking sense. When them niggas stay spitting. Mm -hmm. Like that it makes no sense, bro. <laughs> it makes no sense to to like I'm not going to change myself oh my so this person cannot go out their way to be evil to me. Mm. That person needs to change. Let's start talking to white people instead of 
Why, why do y'all want to say the word? What do you get out of this? Oh, mm-hmm. why do you think that's okay? Let's start asking them questions. Don't ask black people, why do we get upset? Why wouldn't I get upset? You get upset when people disrespect you, and that's a normal thing. Now, again, I agree. You don't always got to handle it violently. But at the end of the day, we always have so many, but so many options. I think we always have to be reminded of our nature. As black people, we have always been innovators. That's why our culture is so profound and everybody wants Mm -hmm. to take portions of it. We've always been the intellects. Before uh, Pythagoras came up with that theorem, the pyramids was already built in Egypt. Perfectly. Before all these stuff happened, we were the intellects, we were the engineers, we were the scholars, we were the astronomers. We need to be reminded that that came from us naturally. That was our natural way of living. We Mm -hmm. created, we produced. You feel me? White people, their nature has always been to take. Tear down, burn down, rape, all that other shit. So... What what needs to happen is not black people <laughs> s- stop using the word nigga. We've already taken that back. We are already taken that back. We've already cleaned that for ourselves. What we need to do is start reminding these niggas that you can't take what's mine no more. Mm-hmm. That's what what needs to happen from here on out. Pop them in their fucking mouth. And <laughs> with that being said. <laughs> It's about that time where we leave you with a positive message to get through the week. Special guest for Kill, what is that positive message to get through the week? The positive message to go throughout this week, man. Remind yourself daily who you are. You are a king. You are a royal priest. You are a producer. You can do literally anything. Everything comes from you. Everything starts with you. I think that Vince hot. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I would just say, if you're not black for the fucking safety and the health of <laughs> you, don't say nigga. There's no reason why anybody who isn't black should be saying nigga. Even you Mexicans and Latino people don't. That's not no fucking word for y'all either. Like y'all did not. Y'all y'all people weren't enslaved and went through the shit that our people went through. In order for y'all, y'all was not in the fucking Jim Crow era with us. Not saying y'all weren't persecuted and shit and or, didn't or go through your own. But y'all, you yeah. weren't slaves with us. That's what I mean. You right. didn't go through the type of shit that we went through over here in America, where it's like we can take that word back. You were never called. Vince, People I thought you was Mexican, motherfucker. <laughs> People do be thinking that, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> black. I'm black. Don't say nigga if you're not black. Uh, I would say this. I'm 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 just I just asked the question guys, you know, I just, you know, I'm a podcaster. But what I would say to this, to even to the podcaster point, hey man, it's a lot of dope people out in this world, man. And it's not a lot of it's it's not a lot of people that get that shine. So be different as best as you can. You're gonna get your shot one day. Um shit, we we niggas that's getting our shots, you know, and get so and we woke up, we wake up when we drunk at nine in the morning we get to it. Uh, we podcast when, right after work. We we making sure it happens. It's the grind. So people gonna see that shit. So despite all the celebrities doing it, despite all this weird shit, keep to it because this ain't gonna be hot for long. And the the survive the survival of motherfucking fittest. So with that fucking being said, I'm Nas. I'm Vince. Special guest. 
And I'm Raquel. I'm out. Thank you for being awkward with us. See you next week. Anyone up? Hello. Man. Are, are we-